Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 99, John and Wendy Celebrate Again. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How you doing, John? Wendy, I am I am well. We're trying out something new tonight. We have a new recording platform, and I think we're both kind of mystified by how it works because it looks really cool right. on the screen. So we're, gonna, so we're having <laughs> fun already. I, I think I'm sure that people are going, why in the world are John celebra- and Wendy celebrating at 99 and not 100? <laughs> and I think secret. we've mentioned it a few times. Well, we were really fortunate. We have a guest for 100, someone that had yeah. asked to be on that episode. We were uh-huh. certainly not going to say no. So, yeah. So we said, why don't we celebrate at 99 instead? So here we are. It's still an accomplishment. I, you know, 99 it, it, is It is. It's hard to believe, Wendy. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, really and to is. point out, it's 99 numbered episodes. We've put out a lot more uh, episodes than 99. We have. I believe we're at one. We're at one forty something. I think now yeah. one forty two. I believe as of today, uh, we're recording this on the sixth <laughs> of January. The After Girl Scouts podcast just came out this morning. It's doing great already, and yeah. So I think we're at one hundred and forty two live shows that people can get to and, and listen to, and we've had a, a exciting time. You know, That's we talked fabulous. at episode eighty six. And we caught up then, so it's not been too long ago. But I think then yeah. we talked more about so talked about kind of what was going on with jobs and whatever and good stuff. Right. This right, is right. going to be a little bit of a couple things. We're going to kind of recap, I guess, the the year, you know, a year in review, as it were. And then we got a bunch of questions, Wendy. <laughs> we I know, got a right? bunch of questions. That's was crazy. Thought we'd throw it out. Yeah, and the response has been just phenomenal. So yeah. Without further ado, let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump in. Let's let's talk a little bit about kind of the year we talked about before we started recording. We put out seventy four episodes last year uh, yeah. between the Thursday show, Wonder Women, and all the specials, the Sherm Nineteens, right. the the different conferences, and what have you, uh, which is a lot. It's a lot yeah. of content. It's a lot. We got a chance to talk to some of our sponsors which was a lot of fun as well. So I think that, um, you know, it was great chatting with um, Minaj and um, Raphael and uh, hopefully soon we'll get Robin Richards on because that's, that's just fun to chat with them as well. Um, get that insight into um, the folks that we're working with. We've been incredibly fortunate to develop some fantastic relationships with our sponsors. We're going to talk a bit more about them later, yeah. but yeah, they've been just tremendous to us and, you know, I was kind of looking through the year and want to talk about some events. You know, Wendy, we have, we've traveled a lot, my friend, <laughs> uh, together and yeah. separately, you know, together it was New York, yep. Vegas, Orlando, Grand Forks mm-hmm. and LA. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then separately, you know, I was fortunate. I was able to speak at DC Sherm yep. at Charlottesville Sherm. I don't remember if I went anywhere else. And if I'm missing somebody, I am very sorry because I didn't take the best notes for the show. But we, you know, I we did quite a bit. Over. We were you all had, over the place. It was crazy. Well, and, and you had disrupt this year. Oh, and I, I tended work human. I didn't, was not there other than just as a fanboy. I yeah. uh, had a great time at work human as well. But I know you had a couple disrupt sessions. Yeah. What else, where else did you go? Yeah, you know, that's the rest. I think we're just, we're close to home. Um, you know, disrupt did uh, South Dakota Sherm. Um, but otherwise, um, 
yeah, that's enough. (laughs) That was enough. (laughs) It's been really interesting to see, particularly, you know, when people ask us about, and there'll be a question later about travel, but it, it's been very interesting to see kind of as, as the podcast has grown and and people want to engage with us at, at conferences, at events and to be part of events, it's, it's a lot of fun, but to your point, it, there there is a tipping point. I think there, there, you know there <laughs> is sometimes. I like them spaced out. Yeah, if, you know one one every couple months seems to work really well, and yep. certainly looking forward to some fun this year. And I, and I hope to see it because again, it's amazing to think you know we gone from seeing each other once a year to what five or six times now. Yeah, that, that's yeah, nuts. that's absolutely it, it is crazy, um, but it's been fun. You know, uh, it's nice to get out. It's nice to see uh, folks and and talk with people who are listening to our show and meet new people who want to be a part of our community, because that's that's really what we're doing is growing the community. I have to say, I was really excited from the standpoint that, you know, in the past, I've typically just done SHRM related or, you know, HR type mm-hmm. conferences and, and being able to actually do some vendor conferences this year between WorkHuman and HR redefined and then embark was really pleased to see, see these events and to be able to participate with, with vendors again, that we've got relationships with that, that are just putting on a really good time for everybody involved and that they're not super hard sales pitches. Cause I, I'll be honest, Wendy, that was one of my big concerns with some of the events. Am I going to go and get beat over the head? Because (laughs) let's face it, I think you and I have both been to events where it it almost feels like you're at a unending sales event Mm -hmm timeshare or something like that. No offense for those who have timeshares, but having sat through one on my honeymoon, I I don't want to do that again. I was a little concerned about that. So I've been really, really pleased to see where those went and that they were incredibly positive and certainly did have a component of, hey, check out why you should be working with us. But it wasn't only, here's why you should be working. Right, exactly. And that's what I really enjoyed about both, uh, you know, Namely and uh, Career Arc both brought in top-notch speakers um, who, 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 you know, they weren't selling you on a product. They were just selling you on ideas. And that was, that was key for me that really made those two specifically very enjoyable. So kudos to them looking forward to what they're bringing in 2020. Let's talk a little bit about one of the fun things we get to do and that's podcast crossovers, yep. particularly in the HR community. And we had a lot of fun doing that this year. You know, I, I, I know, you know, I'm a huge proponent of this medium yep. well beyond HR. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we were incredibly fortunate to work with Brandon Laws uh, yeah. with Work Transformed and, and do his show and vice versa. Incredibly honored and fortunate to have had a chance to work with Callie Zippel, do actually two episodes of Honest HR, one of which, That's true. again, is the infamous episode where we were made up. <laughs> <laughs> Which we still have not There's seen video picture. of. We, we have not seen video of, of course. We have not seen the video yeah, of it. It's, so. it, it's certainly a little bittersweet now uh, with yeah. Callie's passing, but again, was incredibly fun to be in that venue with her in Vegas and record in person. And then Mike Sipple Jr. Uh, did a cool thing and split us up. Yeah, to, that was to have fun. his show with Talent Magnet Institute. And, and it was fun. You know, you did a, a remote episode, and I was actually in Cincinnati, was traveling mm-hmm. uh, between work. And going to see my family, so I had a chance to have lunch with Mike and some of the Cincinnati HR gang, and then do the show in his studio. Which, by the way, his studio is awesome. (laughs) It looks it looks phenomenal. Uh, Yeah, it looks better, a little bit better than the one my husband put together at the university. But uh, um, 
he probably has a little more money to work with than the university does. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was a lot of fun and we're certainly looking forward and, and certainly open to doing more crossovers sure. this year. Uh, you know, now I, I can't remember, did you do any other guest shots anywhere? Were you on any other shows? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think I did any others this past year. Um, you know, my, work schedule had changed up quite a bit in, in 2019. So, um, I, I didn't have as much, uh, free time, I guess. <laughs> um, right. but would, uh, you know, again, we're all, you know, always open to that. And we'll, um, I think I probably end up saying this a lot, but looking forward to seeing what 2020 brings for us for, uh, for the possibility of crossover episodes. I had a lot of fun. I did a bunch of other stuff, I'm going to plug it here because yeah. I have the opportunity. It's our show and I can do that. <laughs> uh, the first one is uh, uh, there's a show coming out or will be out by the time this is out. Uh, Money Savage uh, with George Glombacher appeared on his show. And what's cool is Kate Bischoff was just on his show and he is a finance guy. And I think he's trying to branch out a bit. So Kate and I talked about very different things, but it was nice to see other practitioners and people we know, friends of ours there. So uh, certainly would uh, hope people would check that show out. And then I did my favorite podcast. That's of well, it's in my top two or three of all time show called cruising together, which is all about Tom Cruise <laughs> Two of my creator friends do look, it's three babbling idiots for two hours talking about Tom Cruise showing up potentially in the movie young guns. <laughs> Cause we're still not sure if it's actually him. Cause he's made up, but it's silly, silly fun. And I'm really excited about it. We we recorded it, believe it or not, back during HR Redefined. You know, yeah, we came in, that's right. and you and I got to hang out in the museum and see all the cool stuff there. And then that evening, I went to see my friend, Greg, who who's the co-host of the show. We recorded for, like I said, it was like two and a half hours. Just silly silliness. Some of the most absolute fun I've ever had podcasting. And I think I hung with them. It's a shtick, but it's it was silly and looking forward. I've actually it looks like I'm going to be on a Cheers podcast this year, nice. which I'm also excited about. That. Nice, <laughs> you know me. I, I'll put it out there. So yeah, we're we're looking forward. Certainly love to do HR things, but always open to see what else is out there too. For sure. I mean, this again, this is about building community, and that that uh, doesn't mean just HR stuff. That's right. We again, we're crazy enough to ask for questions, <laughs> and we got them. We did. We got them. So everybody hang on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was shocked too. I, we are extremely pr appreciative. Mm -hmm. I put it out to the, to the masses. We got quite a few questions. So Wendy, we're, we're going to just, we're going to roll through. And I, I tried to put them in an order to where the, there was some flow to them, <laughs> not necessarily when we received them. And, and I think, I think I got it figured out. We're going to start at the top. Uh, Jim Atoth asked, which HR competency are you most confident in? I, you know, I'm going to go with um, talent acquisition because um, that's the one I enjoy. <laughs> um, and I think we've talked about about that. Um, but I, I like that. Um, I like being on the side of HR without all of the crazy stories. Um, and so I will let you and our uh, um, employment attorney, uh, employment law friends, um, just share those and I'll sit back and enjoy your stories. But um yeah, I'm going to go with talent acquisition. How about you? I looked at the Sherm body of knowledge. I wanted to try and make it nice and official for you, Gemma, but I, I didn't quite do that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm an educator at heart. I feel very confident in a lot of things I get to do. 
I feel like I'm most confident, though, particularly when it comes to the learning and development, the, the training piece. I, I'm very passionate about it. I really enjoy it. I like being in front of that classroom, particularly classroom type trainings or webinars and what have you. I think that's where I'm most confident, certainly where I'm probably one of the things I enjoy the most sure. and something I don't get to do a lot of, but really enjoy doing. Michael Malady asks, what's it really like running a Twitter chat? Uh, imagine your house is on fire. And you are trying to rearrange your furniture. Um, (laughs) Not quite. Um, There's a lot going on with running a Twitter chat. Um, You know, uh, keeping up with, uh, you know, you kind of do the moderating stuff and I'm out there um, filling drinks and making sure everyone's having a good time. Um, So it's, I like that we do it together. Quite honestly, I think it would be difficult to do it alone you know, to keep trying to keep up with who's there. And, um, and even the last time I was, when I was going through the wakelet, our last conversation, um, as I was doing the wakelet, I'm like, oh my gosh, here's like a ton of them that I never saw that night. Um, so, you know, if I don't say hi to everybody that evening, don't worry, I'll get you later. <laughs> you and I've talked about this and I told Mary Kaler this too. And she really laughed when I told her and, and I'm telling the audience now, They'll probably laugh at me as well. The only time I've ever been nervous is when I'm running next year. <laughs> I never worried about social hour, right? But I was always, I always would get a little tense, a little nervous, a little geeked up before starting those next chat crossovers. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be doing them anytime yeah. soon again. But I would only get nervous then, and, and I don't know why. We load the questions beforehand. I think one of the things. What's it really like? Well, it's a lot of planning. So we're yep. we're planning through you know really early in the year for throughout the year. We load the questions up in Hootsuite beforehand. So those questions, everybody knows they're going to come out on a time, and that allows us to interact. To your point, Wendy, it is it's almost impossible to talk to everybody, yep. and and I hate that. You know, we want to welcome everybody, and I really try very hard at that. Sometimes it is so fast and furious. Even though we claim and we want to be a, a very welcoming and kind of the ease into experience, there's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there still be quite a, a lot of activity. So it, it's a lot of fun. I was really fortunate this year or in 2019, rather, I worked with uh, SNHU and I helped them do their career chat one time. And they had contacted me and they sent me this big, long list of information. And I wrote them back and I said, well, you know, I've been moderating a Twitter chat for two years. And they said, oh, okay, you probably know this better than we do. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny and it, it went really well, but, you know, yeah. appreciate SNU. And, and of course we certainly, it was a lot of fun. We did uh, one next chat last year and that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. as well. For sure. So, Michael, again, I think Wendy's idea about moving the furniture while the music's <laughs> playing and trying to figure it all out. It's probably a great analogy. Yeah. And, well, and, you know, like you said, it's a lot of, there's a lot of planning involved. So, you know, I'll put it out there. If you guys have topics that you're interested in chatting about, Um, you know, as long as they're not too heavy, again, I have no desire to talk about FMLA or ACA or any of that on a Sunday evening. Um, but if you have ideas or topics, uh, let us know because, uh, since we've added chats (laughs) this year, um, we're going to need some assistance in coming up with topics. One day, Wendy, the spirit's going to move us and we're going to do something that you always said we won't do. (laughs) I don't know when, I don't know how it's going to, I won't be there. (laughs) It's going to happen. If you want me to avoid the chat, go ahead. There you go. go Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, let's move on to Tracy Sponenberg, who asked, how did you and Wendy meet and get started doing this? You've likely covered it before, but I think it'd be great for you to bring it up again. 
Also, I'd like to hear a little more about your day jobs, how you balance everything you do, maybe some something about your favorite conferences and vendors. That's a lot. That's a whole so lot. <laughs> you you want to tell the how about you tell the how about I tell the story okay. about how we did this and then you can talk about day jobs a little bit and then we can go from Sounds there. Good. Wendy and I met on Next Chat in what, probably twenty fourteen? Uh, I think so. About twenty fourteen. Talked there, realized we had a lot of shared interest, connection when you used to live here in Richmond. We then met at DC Sherm uh, National in 2016, met on the show floor at the crazy uh, grand opening. And Wendy said, hey, and I was so glad she did. We talked for a minute or two, went on our separate ways the next morning, getting ready to take the hotel escalator or elevator down. All of a sudden, I'm on there, doors open, and there's Wendy. <laughs> so Wendy and I proceeded to walk to the to the convention center together. The first day, we did great. The second day, we got lost. And if you remember, one of my G.I. Joe buddies came up behind us and scared me. That's right. like, remember, he got right in my ear and said, excuse me, sir, you need to watch where you're walking. Totally freaked us out. <laughs> but anyway, we, we you know certainly kept in touch over that. And then when we didn't go to New Orleans, we said, hey, let's do this. And I think the rest is history, Tracy. I think we can fill in more yeah. if you need it, but I think that gets us to where we need to be. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, we've, I've talked about my day job and we've talked about what, what we want to share there. And, um, but balances, I, I think that's one of the harder things because yeah, we both work, um, work day jobs. Um, you travel a lot. Um, I don't travel as much anymore, thankfully, but, um, there's a lot of coordination that goes into it. And uh, I'm really happy that we work or we live in a time where there's a lot of tools to help us with scheduling. Uh, so we use Sign Up Genius to schedule our guests and keep track of our calendar of when both of us are available to record. Um, John does pretty much all of the editing for our main episodes. I'll do editing for HR Wonder Women and any uh, special episodes that I do. Um, and, you know, we're probably at this point, we're pretty good at it. We can get through those pretty quickly. Um, but there's there's still a few times when, you know, I'm editing and all of a sudden one of the tracks just jumps and all of a sudden I got to figure out and move things around. And, um, you know, so that can sometimes ruin your Saturday morning or Wednesday evening or whatever it is that I'm editing. Um but I, you know, I think there's a lot of um, of balance that goes into it, and we'll get into thanking our families because they understand how much this means to us, and um, they see the worth that uh, we're giving back to the community. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, prioritization in what's important to us, and um, this is definitely one of those things. I think we are both extremely fortunate to work with. Uh, employers that are very accommodating yes. in many ways, very supportive in many ways. And that's really helped me find a, a lot of balance in it. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest. And I don't think we've ever, we've talked a little bit about this. I never dreamed it would grow like it has. For sure. You know, when we started, sure. it was, Hey, 50 episodes will be done. <laughs> will we have fun? Yeah. Never would have thought all these things would have come from right. it. So I, I don't think I ever really thought about the time, the amount of time it takes. And for those of you who wonder when you edit a show, 
take how long the show is and double yep. it. That's typically about how long it takes to do it. That's a lot of time. For sure. So if a show's 30 minutes, it's, that's an hour of editing. That's not even, you know, putting together cover art mm-hmm. or anything else that we do. So it, it is a, a major time commitment, but it's, it's like Wendy said, it's something that we're both very passionate about. I would be doing it even if we didn't have thousands of downloads and <laughs> lots of vendors and people wanting to help us, people being so supportive. If it was just those 50 people like we planned right. on to start, I would still do it because it's fun. Yep. And I think, you know, we've, we've said it before and we've said it again. I'm going to do it till it's not fun anymore. Yep. And when it's not fun, I will put out a last episode or I'll say it's no longer fun for me. Wendy, do your thing. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that's yep. it. And, and I mean, I, I, I will thankfully we're not there. We are incredibly fortunate to have it. And, and it's, it is a juggling act a lot of times, but again, it's where we want to spend our time and it's what we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. As far as favorite conferences, I, 2019 was a banner year. <laughs> I had a great time everywhere I it went. Was. Uh, other than Vegas, I'm not a fan of Vegas proper. Just the, the place, the conference was awesome, but the, you can keep the city. I had an absolute ball at HR redefined. Mm-hmm. HR Florida was phenomenal. I have to say, I didn't know what to expect going into LA with <laughs> with Career Arc, and I mean, right. I think the world of Career Arc. I just didn't know what to right. expect, Wendy. I had so much more fun at Embark than I thought that. I, not that I didn't think I'd have right, a good time. Right, right. I had a blast right. at Embark. It was so much fun, meeting new people yeah. and, and just uh, getting a very different experience because I've spent a very little time on the on on that side of the country. It was fun to be there and do that, and the experience was top flight. They treated us mm-hmm. so so well. Uh, we just got a really very beautiful gifts yep. uh, for being speakers there. Just so well done. But yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of, gr- uh, again, haven't had a, haven't had an unpleasant experience <laughs> at a conference in a while. No. So again, we're really fortunate. Had a great time in North Dakota too. Who knew? Like I, I knew John Friend would take <laughs> yeah. care of us, but I had no idea what to get in for other than I will say, if you're going to go there, make sure you got your Lipitor for your, for your dinner. But uh, <laughs> and, and, and we'll talk about, Sponsor vendors, I, yeah. Again, just been great. Work with good people, and and one of the nice things too is that, and we've talked about it here. We don't have to work with people, right? And so there have been some people that approach us that are not a fit for us or the community. Those of you that are listening, we're not going to work with people that we don't correct that we don't think are a match for us. We want to be with people, and we don't have to. That's the great exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, yeah. It's and and that's you know, namely and. Um, career arc are definitely, um, in that realm, uh, for sure. And yeah, their, their conferences were fantastic. Their speakers were fantastic. I said that before. Um, so for sure those were, um, and and yeah, if, so if you want to recommend someone to us as uh, a possible sponsor, uh, keep in mind that it is, um, someone who's sponsoring the community. Gene Hobbs wrote, how do you do it? It's a ton of work and we all love it and real hard. And we know it's our real, real work and hard work. And thank you, Gene. I think we've answered that question, but we do, we definitely appreciate you being part of the community and recognizing that. And it is, it's a ton, but again, it's a lot of, what is it? If if you're having fun, it's not really work. I don't, that's what they say. I don't believe that. It's it's still work. Well, except, except when you get that track drift and you got to edit it other than that. (laughs) Next up, Eric Kershaw asks, what, if anything, scared you about the prospect of starting the podcast? I, I think I'm going to let you take this, John, because I was just like, eh, okay. <laughs> and I don't want, I, not that I'm very flippant about it, but you're the one that really wanted to do it. And um, I, I've said it before, I'm just glad that you asked me to come along on the journey because I, I wouldn't have done this otherwise. 
thank you. And, and I, I'm glad you did too. I, I'll be honest. I think I just didn't know to be scared. <laughs> I've been, I've been podcasting. Look, I've done star Joe's for a long time. Shout out to my friend Ryan, who just celebrated 10 years. That's awesome. Doing star Joe's. It's unbelievable. It's a testimony to that community too, that we've been able to maintain it. And, and we've gone through different co-hosts and the show has certainly morphed and changed over those years. But Anyway, and I get to tell them to listen now. It's another download in Ohio. But no, I, I, I don't think I was scared because I felt like it was just something we were going to do. We were going to have fun. We were going to give back. And it wasn't it wasn't anything. I guess the the one thing that scares me now is making sure that we've got shows ready every Thursday. Yeah. that's And it's not even scary. It's just like I start looking at the calendar because we try to plan far enough in advance to say, okay, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, you know, December got a little, little sweaty there for a little bit going – are we going to get right. it? Are we going to be ready? <laughs> but we did, and it turned out great. Everybody was awesome. And yep. so, yeah, I think there wasn't much fear because I just didn't – I guess I just figured it was going to happen. Whatever was going to happen was right. going to happen. If we were if, – if it was great, I wanted it to sound good. I guess I was scared about it sounding yeah. good. Maybe that was one thing. I was more focused on that than anything else, yep. so the technical piece. The technical. Yeah. It's a good question. I just – and I'm happy to tell – you know, I've had quite a few conversations with people that are starting podcasts. And, you know, as I tell everybody, it's easy to start. It's hard to maintain right. and, and that's the only, and, and it's hard to, it's also hard to do a really solid show. Anybody can just get a microphone, start talking. Right. So yeah, you you got a plan. Yeah. And that's, that goes into it. Brad Galen. I love this question. You always ask what's in your glass. Have any of the answers prompted you to try something new? <laughs> that is a great question. That is, um, I honestly, I, I, I I always think I'm going to try and find it. Um, I have not been able to find it here in South Dakota, but I have to do the shout out to Tracy Sponenberg because she always is drinking Spindrift. Spindrift. Always. (laughs) Um, I don't know why they haven't started sponsoring her yet. Um, But I, so hey, Spindrift, get out in South Dakota. I cannot find you here. Um, (laughs) Would love to try you. Course, we just got bu- bubbly a little bit ago, so you know it, it's funny, Wendy. You know, I don't drink right. wine, so anytime anybody's drinking wine, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I think I've drunk all the beers that people have talked about, other than IP. I don't like IPAs, yeah. so I, I love and I, I do like that we have started to get people answering in other ways, mm-hmm. talking about kind of their workload or op- glasses of optimism. I think that's what Manoj talked right. about, yep. which I thought was really cool. Uh, so yeah, I think Brad, it's a great question. And I would say if somebody mentioned a beer that I hadn't tried that I like the style, I would certainly do it. But to this point, it's all, but it has been fun too. some of the things, the answers we've gotten, I would have never expected. Right. Like just, you know, kind of interesting things. Uh, sure. Mike Sipple Jr. Again, just recently, both of us having recently been on his show, uh, Talent Magnet Institute, cheap plug, make <laughs> sure you go check them out. How has podcasting and learning from others on the Twitter chats made you better leaders? I find podcasting really makes you think and reflect from the discussions and knowledge gained from those you interview. What conversations and topics have challenged you? Good question, Mike. <laughs> get, getting, getting, getting to the, as I told, I told folks, I told Wendy, I texted her and I said, I actually have to study for this, right? <laughs> this one because people have some really, they're great questions, but they are very difficult or, or thought provoking. And, and we certainly appreciate that, but I had to do a little bit of, reflection before we got on tonight. I've learned a lot in, um, in the wonder women series. And, um, uh, there's, there's a lot of, um, thought provoking things and, um, just changes in outlook and, and changes in, um, just how I, um, present myself and, um, 
preparing for podcasts, you know, in the beginning, um, well, we knew everybody. So at <laughs> the beginning, didn't really do right. a lot of right. research, but, you know, trying to figure out who these people are and, um, and what questions to ask so that we can have a, a good conversation. Um, so it's, you know, I think it has helped. Um, it's really helped my interviewing skills anyway, because just trying to come up with, um, what to ask, paying attention to the conversation to have good follow-up questions and that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know if I could point to one specific thing um, that uh, that I've learned, but um, I always come away from the conversations a little bit different, I think. As I mentioned, I did think about these several of these questions beforehand, and this was one of them, Mike. I think that my worldview has changed significantly in two years. I think we have met and talked to some absolutely amazing people whose backgrounds are so different than mine in many ways, not just what we do professionally, but, you know, as people and you know where you're from and where you went to school and, or if you, if you went to school, so many different mm-hmm. things. And I think, I think that my perspective and under wanting to be sure that I understand other people's perspectives better for a long time in my career, I, I was told I was very prescriptive and I own that. You know, in other words, I've done it for a long time and I kind of just tell you, you got to go do this, this, and this. And I feel like particularly with, with some of the guests that we've had who are, are different than me in so many ways, <laughs> listening to them and, and really making sure that I'm, you know, actively listening and really taking in what they're saying. Don't always necess- necessarily agree with people and their positions. But one of the things I'm really proud of is I feel like we've we've become a place where people will have conversations and civil discourse where so many others won't. And, right. you know, Wendy and I have certainly disagreed on things and I listen and I feel like, I feel like I've gotten better about it. You'll tell me offline if I haven't, <laughs> uh, you can tell me online. If you have. That could be a hell of a, hell of an episode. Uh, but no, I, in all, in all seriousness, I think it's, I think it's just the being open and, and really, Taking taking to heart what people to say, Unders- again trying to understand people's perspective and that it is not going to be the same. Multitude of reasons. <laughs> if it's race, if it's back again, you know, race or orientations of any kind, or even the age thing. You know, we've met so many emerging professionals and and people that I, you know, you and I are old enough to be their parents. Right. I've learned stuff from them, and if you told me two years ago that I'd be talking to twenty somethings and and they have educations or backgrounds and skills that I didn't, other than maybe like social media or something, right. you know what I mean? Technical skill that I didn't understand. I would have laughed at you. I honestly, I mean, I would have said, nah, no. And that's not, I, please don't, don't slap the generational <laughs> thing on it. It's just that it's just, a, again, just kind of a, a bias that yeah. I had to say, what am I going to get from somebody that's two years out of school? Right. But I have, and I think breaking bread with people, spending time at conferences with them, and, and just listening to them and some of their stories has, has been very, very beneficial for me. For sure. It, you know, and it's interesting um, if we go back and listen to older episodes, um, you know, I did recently shared some recommendations that were um, put out in the HR Wonder Women series. And so listening to some of those early episodes, just of those, after, and we'd been podcasting for a while when we started that, um, it, it's amazing. It's wild to see how much we've grown, um, and changed. And so hopefully everyone is, is also hearing that, um, and has been able to follow along with that and and maybe learn some things as well. But yes, John, you, you have come a long way. I've come a long way. Um, it's amazing how quickly you can grow when you're having these conversations. Tied into that Sarah Noel Wilson. 
I'm her number one fanboy for the record. <laughs> that's not related to her. What is something you've learned from a guest that's shifted how you show up and what has surprised you the most? And I, I think we've talked a little bit about that in terms of showing up, being cognizant of other people and their perspectives, listening, again, being focused on that and understanding you know, what what is their perspective. Having an appreciation for it, again, I may not necessarily agree with it, but can appreciate it, and acknowledge and understand where they're coming from. I think that's something that I think that I've learned from many guests. I don't think that's anyone. I, what has surprised me the most, the fact that we're 99 episodes in, <laughs> we continue to meet new people. We have 102 countries that have downloaded yeah. the show now. Those things really surprise me. It's one of those things where we walked in, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Let's just see what happens. And this community has sprung up that is so engaged. I, I think that, I mean, that has blown me away. I mean, multiple times. And, and I'm going to tell the story now because I can, <laughs> and I think it's a good place for it. I make no bones about the fact I've gotten very emotional as I've gotten to be older. And two people this year, two previous guests told me that they both listen to the show with friends and then they talk about it almost like a book club. <laughs> and to say I got emotional is an understatement <laughs> because that was never the plan, right. Wendy. I don't know about no. for you, but for people to say we're going to listen and we we're taking what we're learning from you and talking about it with each other and, and just kind of spreading that word. It was mind boggling. It, it was absolutely mind boggling. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's the biggest surprise is that, you know, we, we talk a lot about finding your voice and putting your voice out there. I, I guess I'm surprised that our voices have resonated as, as greatly as they have with the, breadth and depth of the community that they have. I really, I, I am. I'm surprised every day. Yeah. Nope. I, I totally agree with that. I think there's, um, there's been a lot of worth in, in what we're doing beyond what we ever imagined. And that, that continues to surprise me that others see that worth and want to be a part of it. So I, I appreciate all of our listeners who have, and, and our guests who have challenged us and, um, and, and helped this community grow. Kyra Makovich, looking back over the last year, what did you find most challenging? What are your biggest takeaways and how have you grown each of the result of the connections and interviews? I think we've answered the last question. The most challenging thing, and it's more of a technical piece, is getting everybody scheduled. Filling in the gaps, making sure that we have, again, we want to make sure that we have a new show to listeners every Thursday. It is something I am diligent, <laughs> uh, diligent about because yeah. I just, I, you know, I feel like if you don't, you're missing out or somebody's going to be worried. What happened? We've certainly have learned some things. We're talking about some things we may do differently this year in that respect. That's been the most challenging piece is just that, oh my gosh, we got to get it right. done or, or, Hey, we got to get it. Particularly with my travel, like we talked about, you know, it used to be, we would record you know, a couple shows like every other week. And all of a sudden we were trying to record like two or three times a week so that we could then edit and produce right. and put everything together knowing that, hey, John's going to be on the road for three weeks. In a month. <laughs> that was a bit much. No, yeah. uh, that was a bit challenging. Biggest takeaways, we are incredibly fortunate to have uh, some amazing people in our community that are so giving. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, I think maybe it was Tessa Brown. Somebody said one time about, oh, you, it's like having a Rolodex of, <laughs> of HR pro- uh, professionals. Yeah. Or pro- and, it, and it's true. It I mean, just, you know, let's face it. We can We can put it out there and hey, we need help with something, or hey, we want to ask questions. And all of a sudden, we get a bunch of people asking questions, challenging, getting everything scheduled. Biggest takeaways is just how giving this this community can truly yeah. be. I, I would, I, adding on to um, scheduling, I think the other challenging thing is, is finding the right guests. 
because we don't want to just have anybody on. And, you know, we kind of talked about that. Uh, we've talked about that when we're talking about sponsors is, you know, we're not going to just let anybody sponsor us in the same way. We're not going to let just, just let anybody on the show. This is about building our community. Um, and we, we're not really here to sell anything to find those people that want to be a part of our community um, and want to help grow either the podcast or the chat that that's what we're looking for. It's not about just putting out yet another episode. It's about putting out the right episodes. Kate Bischoff asks, what have you learned about HR and the people in it and about yourself? (laughs) Well, since Kate asked this, um, I've learned that HR people are crazy and like their shenanigans. (laughs) You know, I I don't know that I learned anything new about HR people that I didn't know before this. um, Other than there's a lot of people out there that want to make HR a better place. And that makes me feel good. I've learned two things. We talked about what we learned about ourselves and how we reflected yeah. and what have you. But I think what I've learned about HR is that it's very universal in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And our friends that are literally on the other side of the planet, when we talk to them and we're talking about so many of the same people issues, that it truly is about people. How do we fix these people puzzle problems, right? It, it doesn't matter what language it is or insurance, those pay and those kind of things may be different, but some of the inherent people things are, are the same. And and I think to your point too, there are so many people that want us to be better and and to get better and to have a better perception and in the world. And we've had joke chats about bad HR leaders (laughs) and people you don't want to work for, but you know, you look around and and I, I talk to people all the time and friends that are working in not HR people, but, but people in, in that are working for companies where, they're just, they're treated like garbage. Mm -hmm. And I I was so, it it makes me so angry. And I feel like this is our platform. Uh, You know, I had one friend in particular, I've told once he leaves that company, I want to get on here and I want to talk about the company, you know, and and, and as long as it's factual and he's got everything documented, let's share it because people need to know who are jerks. And if this company is a bunch of jerks, don't work for Mm -hmm. them because they should not, you know, you don't give somebody, you know, just anyway, I'm sorry, I could go on and on about that. But again, what I've learned, I do, I would say to your point, learned that a lot of people want to make it right, want to get yeah. better. And that our issues are often, ver- the global issues are, are very often yep. the same. Gary Turner, who I believe you were on his podcast, gosh, a couple of years yeah, ago, I right? Think, yeah. It seems like right when you first started, yep. Gary wrote, what's your biggest single learning or theme from the first hundred episodes? And then what or who is something or someone that really surprised you and why? We've talked about mm-hmm. learnings and, and kind of themes. I want to say, and again, because it's our show and I can say it, <laughs> the one show that I think people have missed out on, and it's because she's not in our world, is Valerie Condos Field. People, Miss Val oh. is a seven-time NCAA gymnastics champion coach. She has coached some of the biggest names in that sport over the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. The woman is amazing. Anybody that makes me put down my phone and listen to her and then almost gets me in tears for her story. I was in tears. She ought to be at Sherm. She ought to be talking everywhere because she does talk everywhere. And guess what? She's the one person that we had to work through an agent who's, who was phenomenal to deal with. It was amazing. And then she was 10 minutes late or 15 minutes late. She was so apologetic. Wendy, she gave us 40 minutes of her Mm -hmm. time. When she never had to do that. And what did we ask her? And I think she, we may even mention on the show, she said, oh, this morning I did an interview with USA Today. Right. 
and we got on and she's one of the few people we had never talked to. So we said, Miss Val, thank you so much. Just to help you understand what we are, we are two HR people who saw you speak in New York at HR Redefine. And we really want to talk about some of the things that you have done in your career, help building teams, making people better, things that we're trying to do from an HR perspective. And then as we've shared on Twitter and what have you, she's always retweeted and commented. Look, folks, if you missed that episode, I'm going to put it in the yeah, show notes. Go listen. Please go listen to that. Miss Val is a force yeah. of nature. And I really feel like, you know, I look and say we've had just amazing guests over the years. She is one that no, I think so many people missed because she's not a traditional HR right. practitioner. I, I, and it's the one that bums me out that does, I, I feel like it ought to be one of our most downloaded shows and it's not. And so, hey, if you've not listened to Miss Val, please listen yeah. to it because not only does she talk about, we get her to talk about sports and what she does from a business perspective, HR perspective, but then she also tells us the funny story about speaking at an HR conference, which she never dreamed. She <laughs> you know, and it's, and we're guilty of this too. You know, you see who's on the list for like, you know, Sherm national conference and you, you wait, and what do they have to do with HR and what are they going to talk about? And, you know, sometimes it's, it's real where you're like, I have no idea how they're going to be able to relate this. Um, but Miss Val, can build a team. That's what I see a lot of HR professionals out there talking about. We want to build teams. We want to help our managers to build a team that's going to work together and succeed together. And if you can't learn that from Miss Val, I don't know who you could learn that from. We were incredibly fortunate to get time with her. And again, I, what, it was one of those where I can remember, you know, Namely was so great. Nora was so awesome to make the introduction yeah. for us. And again, it's the one time we've worked with an agent and they were super engaged. And it was something, I mean, we booked it in like in a month. Yeah. I was, I mean, it was just, it was, it all worked <laughs> out. We were incredibly for, and again, she gave us 40 yeah. minutes of her life to two people she'd never met to talk about something. I'm sure she's still scratching her and go, why are these HR people want to talk to me? That's not what I do. But I'm telling you folks, if you get a chance to see her speak somewhere, Go do it. Yep. High energy. She made me dance. She almost made me cry. It was phenomenal. The, the part that Love she her. made John dance, I think that's uh, should surprise you more than that she made him cry. That that too. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Next up, Diane Finnig. Uh, several questions she had. First off, what have you learned from this connection project? Is this what your initial dreams included? We've talked about kind of what we've learned and what we've seen so far. I have to go back. It's almost like when Eric asked about what were you scared of. I don't know if it was necessarily a dream. It was just like, hey, let's go do this because it sounds like fun. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what it was for me. I don't think we had a plan. and I, No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, no. Well, look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When people ask me, what do you see yourself doing in five years? I say celebrating the five-year anniversary asking me that question. Thank you, Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, didn't have a plan, didn't just... Hey, the plan was let's let's be good. Right. Let's try to be as good as we can be. Let's get great guests. Let's have fun. So yeah. I, you know, I, I think my dream was making sure it worked. Like <laughs> the the podcast came out on time and it sounded good. I, so. I you know, so it definitely has gone beyond. For sure, that. Um, I think you know my my biggest dream from it was most likely can we get somebody cool that I really want to talk to um, to join us on the show. You know that that was probably yeah, my I, biggest dream um, from from this to you know maybe somebody cool will want to talk to us. <laughs> Diane's next question is, do you see the stage two beyond opening the community to two sessions each month to connect? So talking about the chat, the real time is so cool. I think, well, we certainly have done that on a small level. We had a, a fantastic dinner in Vegas where we invited people and, and we actually booked up like in a 24 hour period. Yeah. But, you know, 25 people came together 
phenomenal Chinese place <laughs> that we were there in Vegas. I had, it was, I thought it was awesome, but we had several people that were new people mm-hmm. to us or new to our community came in and, and were there and it was awesome to meet them and, and just to have that experience. And then we also were really fortunate to, to partner with True Work to do a, a happy hour uh, in Vegas. That was uh, crazy. Um, it was, that was just, and yeah. you know, in my favorite word, bananas. I, I think, you know, we've certainly done some of that. Wendy, you're going to be doing the, the live Wonder Women yep. event at one, at, 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 at Work Human. Human. So I think there's an opportunity there. Yep. And, you know, we certainly are, would love to do live events mm-hmm. if, if the fit is right and, and it feels like the audience is there. I think it's one of those things where if the opportunities present, we'd love to, to do more community in, in real time. But but again, I, I want to make sure that we acknowledge that we've been really fortunate to have a couple of events in particular. And and the chat with Namely. Yeah. We had a real-time event where 100 people sat around, <laughs> several of which in, in, in enjoyed their blue vodka yes. lemonade, which was awesome. Too. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was, that was crazy, um, as well to, you know, it really was. To, to do that. And, uh, Hey, namely, we'd love to do it again. Okay. Next question. And, and I think this is the one that I, I'd like to explain this one. If I may. may. Yes. Do you have a nomination process? So here's how the podcast works. As we've said time and time again, we want to talk to people that we think are cool. And that and to, to Wendy's point, the people that we want to meet that we feel like would contribute to our community and, and bring something to the table. So there's not a nomination process as such. We typically know the folks. So if you took part in our chat, for example, you know, if, if you take part in the chat or you come talk to us on social media, you, Kayla Mankeo, for example, Kayla was communicating with us. So I called, I sent her a note and I said, I'd love to talk to you because we want to make sure that we talk to everyone before we have them on the show. The only times we don't do that, we didn't do that with Miss Val because that just wasn't going to happen, right. <laughs> but we were going to talk to her regardless. And then typically we, we may or may not have an opportunity to talk to some of the vendors, uh-huh. you know, so a Raphael, for example, with, with bonusly, certainly he's done a lot of interviewing, so he understands how it works and, and what have you. There's not a nomination process as such. We love being introduced to people. What I will tell you is if you want to introduce people to us, we appreciate that. Please know that it's not one of those things where if we talk to somebody, it's not going to be immediate. And quite honestly, there have been people that we've talked to that, if they want to sell something and that's all they want to do, we're not interested. I'm not interested. No, definitely not. At least since this is our thing with the community, we, to Wendy's point earlier, we want to make sure that we're bringing you the best that we can. We want to bring you the the, the coolest people, the, the most interesting people, people that, again, people you don't know that we think you should. I'm glad Diane asked the question. And it's hard to explain that other than to say, we're always, we always love meeting new people. You know, like we were in LA, met several yes. people that we've talked to about coming in and, and having on the show and, you know, just at different places. Or again, if you're part of the social community and you're talking, you may get an email from one of us or a note saying, Hey, we'd love to set up a time to talk. And one of us will talk to you beforehand. Yeah. That's a given, unless it's one of those, again, one of those situations we mentioned. And if you are strictly trying to sell something and you're not interested in the community, we're right. not interested. For sure. Bottom line. Next question. Have you ever thought of highlighting a new professional attempting to dive into HR, maybe a graduate? Yes. We we we've have done, done that. that. Many times. We, we've done yeah. that. Yeah, several times we've had uh, emerging professionals. Yeah. I, I certainly, I think our, our SHRM 19 recording yeah. with Kevin Hubbard is an example of somebody getting into the business. Again, if it's somebody that's part of the community or somebody introduces us to somebody and we have a conversation, absolutely. Sure. I think that's been one of the most fun things. And one of the pieces of feedback I've gotten over the years is that we have introduced people that nobody yep. knew. And Ashley Rissian, for example, right. 
we knew we met her, but most people didn't know her or Kayla Monkeo or, you know, a lot of, they come to mind immediately, but there have been other people or Georgette Cartagena. Those are people that we have met and, and really has had great conversations with and said more people should know these these folks. And we have that, but then we also have Tim Sackett, (laughs) which (laughs) love Tim Sackett. People know yeah. Tim Sackett, and and we're certainly going to ask him the questions and do the things that we do that maybe he hasn't done somewhere else. I love the fact that we have had such, I believe, a very interesting mix sure. of people across the board, experience-wise, what they do, how they do it. Always love talking to new professionals because, again, never know I may pick up something from them. I think those are kind of the end of the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Uh, next up, Claire Petrie, the most fun thing and challenging thing about running a podcast and any of your favorite recording tools or supplies. Challenging, we talked about really getting the schedule mm-hmm. in and making sure that we're finding people that we want to talk to, that we think bring value to the community, want to be part of the community and be engaged. It's not just being on the show and you never hear about them again. The most fun thing is I think just the myriad of people that we've met or we've met them, done the show with them and then meet them in real life. And yeah. <laughs> or some of the some of the fans, the people that again, it's very humbling when somebody you've never met from the other side of the country comes up to you and introduces themselves to you at a conference. Says, I listen to your podcast and I really like it. This can be very lonely, and I know that sounds really strange. A lot of times we don't get a lot of feedback. We we're really fortunate. We get a lot of tweets and people share and appreciate that, but you don't get a lot of new people. So ever so often somebody will tweet or I'll, I'll get a LinkedIn invite from somebody saying, I listen to your show. And those things are very humbling and, and also very appreciated because so often it's a very, you don't get a lot of response. Right. We see the numbers. We know we've got a great audience. It, it is kind of interesting. And I don't know if you experienced that, Wendy, but it's sometimes I feel like, is it really, is it really resonating? Yeah. And then you get one person that says, John has really resonated with me. And it means the world. It does. It really, it really does. does. So yeah, tell us. That, you know, um, uh, you know, I'll shout out to, to Kyra because she often comments after she's listened. Um, you know, Steve does, Steve Brown does as well. So, you know, those, um, just, just a little, or even just, you know, favorite the, um, podcast on iTunes or, um, or Podbean, <laughs> something that lets us know that you've listened to it. We always say boost the signal and, and so many people yeah. do it. And again, it's, it's always fun though, to get somebody new and, uh-huh. It's amazing. You know, we were watching the numbers just lately. And what's fascinating is you are seeing we're getting new listeners. Yeah. So hopefully some of you, maybe this is your first episode or maybe you listened to several before and now you're catching up and welcome. We're yeah. so glad to have you. It's fun to see that. As far as recording tools and supplies, we're trying a new tool yeah. now called Squadcast. So we're going to, I guess the, the jury is out <laughs> as far as how that'll work. But but like Wendy mentioned, you know, we use my son of genius to get people mm-hmm. lined up. We schedule you for a show. We book a time. We set up the recording time and the recording session. And then about a day or 48 hours beforehand, we'll send you the questions. So you get a little bit of time to prep. And then we sit down and just like we are tonight, we'll hit record and we go. And then then we go from there. Uh, We both edit uh, in using Audacity. It's a free tool. Super easy. Mm -hmm. Good news is as long as you save stuff, often you're going to be in good shape. You can't blow it up. There's a lot, a lot of little tips and yep. tricks. If people have questions, no, don't ever hesitate oh, to exactly. ask. I love talking about this stuff and, and be happy to, to have time with you. To well, do and that. you know, the, the thing I really like about podcasting is you can do it well for not a lot of money. Um, you know, you yes. can buy fancy yep. microphones and you can buy um, all sorts of fancy equipment. But, you know, um, you know, my microphone and setup, I think my husband found on Amazon for 30 bucks. And um, so you don't have to go broke doing podcasting. And that's one of the things that um, I like about it as well. You know, with Podbean, 
you can put out 10 episodes for free. Um, so that's what, that's how we're doing Maggie's podcast. Um, so that it, we don't have to keep paying for them, <laughs> you know, it's a low entry yeah. point. And, and the good news is if you really enjoy it, like yeah. we do, uh, and, and you start to do more, you can always exactly. upgrade. And, exactly. and again, we've been fortunate. Uh, our sponsors have helped yeah. finance some of those things. You see me running around at conventions with the, all my gear. <laughs> that is to the tremendous blessings that we've yeah. gotten when it comes to some of these sponsors that, that can help us put those things together. And when we go out and people say, wow, you, I can't believe your gear and I can't believe it, that we didn't start right. with that. Exactly. That was something that, okay, we want to get better. We want to sound better. We want to be as good as anybody. And it's those, some of those things you have to do to yeah. get there. Start, start basic. Don't go crazy. Yeah. And then that way, if it doesn't work out, you're not out of Or you find you don't either. like it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mary Chetty wrote, who would be your dream podcast guest and why? Oh. Now, I'm going to answer this. And Mary didn't say which podcast. Sure. That's true. She didn't. <laughs> In other words, so I don't have to say HR. My dream podcast guest is Jimmy Pardo, who is the host of Never Not Funny, who I've told the story. I, think, I don't think I've told it here. I've told it in other shows. Never Not Funny is one of the oldest comedy podcasts going. He started in 2006, almost 14 years that they've been doing that show. And they have this amazing community, Wendy, where they go out and do live tours where they do live versions of the podcast. So I went to Virginia Beach a year and a half ago to see the live podcast. They don't record it, but it's the setting is just like it would be. His, producer, his co-host is there. Jimmy's there. And then they have a, a what they call producer of the day, and the person runs some lights and things. He has five or six theme songs in every show. Here's an audience of 250 people there in Virginia Beach. We're all singing the songs. <laughs> And, you know, it's, it's like a party. Yep. Right. And again, I've been listening for gosh, seven or eight years, not, not 14. <laughs> he had a guy in the audience that had been listening for like 13 years or, you know, almost since the beginning. Oh, wow. And then they, they do, a, they do a thing where they bet. So we were betting on how Willie Ames is <laughs> and like everybody like throwing in a dollar and he's running around collecting. It was just this amazing experience. And then what capped it off is so after the podcast recording in the afternoon, Jimmy's also a comedian. He did a stand up set the evening, but after the afternoon show, he had posters and pins and things to, you know, signing and pictures. Like anybody wants a picture, get a picture. So I walk up and with my friend Rob, who's been on the show and like, I've got this top loader I use for comic book stuff. And Jimmy just starts freaking out about the fact that I've got this top loader <laughs> to put my poster in. He's like, this guy gets it. And he's making a whole production of it. But you know, I had a chance to talk to him. Well, there was a guy in the audience, just like you and me, but this guy was from uh, Pennsylvania rather. And he was a woodworker. And he had laser etched 200 Christmas ornaments with never not funny logos. on. Nice. And everybody in the audience as his gift to the people in the audience was to give everybody at that show an ornament. Nice. I have that ornament. Rob's got an ornament. And it was cool. There were four or five versions. So not, you didn't get all, everybody got the same one, but it was this amazing community. And, and it's, it's kind of like what we get to do with having yeah. dinners and social and parties and what have you. It's that kind of thing. And and Jimmy is a very, very funny guy. We're also into a lot of the same music. He's one of the few comedians that when I tweet him, he typically responds. He actually does a fundraiser every year for Smile yeah. Train, which they work with you know, young people with mm -hmm. cleft palates in, in foreign countries. They've raised, I think now over the year, they do a 20, well, I'm sorry, a 12-hour marathon wow. uh, show. And he'll bring in, and he's got, you name them, they're on the show. It's crazy. John Hamm. Zach Galifianakis, wow. Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah. And, and so p that show sells out in oh, a day. Easily. Like I've thought about going, it's in LA. I've thought about flying out there for it because that's how <laughs> serious I'm about that show. But he actually auctions off an opportunity to be a guest on your oh. show. And it goes for a I'm lot sure. of money. So last year, 
buddy of mine and I actually put it like we started we were like, okay, if we put in X, we got a little bit of change put together. <laughs> it went for I it went for several thousand dollars. Wow. Of course, it's going to a great it, it's going yeah, to a great yeah, cause. Yeah, for sure. And and it's you know, and, and you can write it off. But I, I would love to have Jimmy Pardo on something. <laughs> and it probably would not be HR social hour, but I would love to have Jimmy Pardo and talk music uh, with him and, and comedy and and yeah, that that would be my dream podcast guest. Sorry, Mary, if that's not what you're looking for, but that's my answer. <laughs> well, I know that, uh, you know, on HR Wonder Woman, we have put the call out to Beyonce a couple of times. So, you know, yes, we've, we've done that, but, um, you know, I was a lot of my, um, dream pod HR podcast folks have been on. So, you know, the Jennifer McClure, who's been on the show a couple of times, um, Lori Rudiman, um, just fantastic that, um, and they're very community-minded people as well. Um, but if I'm going to go starstruck um, for another podcaster, I'm going to go with Mark Evan Jackson. Oh, yeah. cool. Great choice. Because I, I love what he has done in leading um, the Good Place podcast. And, and I, I really hope they find a way to keep it going even after the show ends. You know, they've done a couple of special episodes and um, and that sort of thing. So, um, I, or at least I hope he continues to podcast because I I, I love listening to him. Um, and just what he's been able to do with, um, with the, that podcast. And he, at the end of the show, it always makes me feel good because he always asks the guests what's good. Um, so you always end on a high note. I love it. Great choice. Again, Mary, sorry, maybe not be what you're expecting, <laughs> but there you go. Christy Engler asks, what are your goals for the podcast in 2020? Keep doing them. Keep going. Uh, have a new show every week, uh, a new regular show every week. Yeah. We are, ex we're, we're talking to several sponsors yeah. uh, about doing some things with us. We're excited about that. I think it's to, it I would love to see the show grow. I'd love to have more international uh, yeah. guests. I will throw it out again. If you are listening internationally, contact yeah. us somehow, some way. Let's uh, understand some of you may not be comfortable speaking, but at least let's trade emails or, you know, some type of notes. We'd like to send you a gift, but also would just like to know what you found and how you found us and, and why you keep listening. Yes. We, we know you do. And we are so appreciative of it because, again, I think that goes back to what was, is that something you expected? Not no. at all. <laughs> not at all. Again, I guess the goals, Christy, would be, you know, continue mm -hmm. to bring great, great episodes yep. out every week, continue to build our uh, tremendous uh, relationships with vendors and new vendors. So I want to see Wonder Women grow. I, I think that love seeing what, what the young ladies are doing with after yeah. Girl Scouts, which I, I still think we can lay claim now to really <laughs> creating two shows out of it, out yeah. of this show. And, you know, and if, hey, if we could be the, the reason somebody else starts a podcast or a blog or yeah. gets involved and is sharing, I, we'd love that. I know I would love that. Would love to see that. Me happen. too. Amanda Brenson asks, where is HR Social Hour going in 2020, conference-wise? <laughs> Amanda, I can only speak for myself. Right now, I am speaking at Ohio Sherm in September. And that is all that I have currently booked <laughs> as of January 6th. Yeah. Uh, I have two booked. Um, going to Boston for the HRD Summit Um in March, so March 16th and, or excuse me, um, 18th and 19th. Looking forward to that. I've been uh, writing, started writing for them um, on, on their blog last year, and they have a conference um, uh, here in the states. They're actually out of one, um, out of England. So I'm kind of excited to see what they put on for a show. Kind of checking them out. 
Um, and I have never been to Boston, so I'm kind of excited about that. And then Anne and I are going to be at Work Human in um, in May. Very excited about that. Um, we uh, will we'll be doing a live Wonder, HR Wonder Women panel, and we will be announcing our panel guests very, very soon. Uh, just waiting uh, for conf- confirmation for a couple. Super excited to attend my first Work Human session um, conference and uh but yeah, if anyone else is interested in having uh, John and Wendy in the HR Social Hour as part of your conference, let us know. We're happy to uh, connect and get that figured out. We definitely love to talk to people if it's speaking, if it's podcasting, yep. <laughs> uh, which we found, I, I found, Wendy, that it it's great that people are, are looking more at this medium, particularly when it comes to sharing messages. And I, I know the events we've done with several conferences have done really well for us and it has certainly gotten them excited about uh, the opportunity. So absolutely love to talk about those things. And yep. I will tell you, I think you're gonna have a great time at work human. I'm really excited. You're going to be able to go and, and, and get involved there. Cause I think it's definitely up your alley. I think you're gonna have a really, really good time at that event. Last question is Olga Peeler, who was just on the show as a matter of fact. And I, I think we've asked answered it to some extent, but how has this experience changed you? And I think we talked about some of the, so I think for me, some of the very positive things, particularly when mm-hmm. it comes to people and what have you. One of the other things, and I need to say this, and, and I hope people will take it for what it's worth. It's made me very militant about community from the standpoint that there are a lot of people out there. It, it, most of you don't know them. Many people are out there want to get to you or want to get to us to do something and they want to do it for free. I know they're not listening to this show. They they don't listen. <laughs> they contact me and ask to ask who's the business card manufacturer, who who makes your business cards. Right. Come on, people. I, I was going to say this. If you know somebody or if you're if you are a vendor listening to this that wants to work with us, we would love to talk about it. Right. If you only want to sell something and you don't want to be part of the community, just don't. Don't waste your time right. in ours because we're not interested. But I, I it's been interesting. We've had several conversations with other people of late about the expectations or if people, you know, people want to offer or, Hey, get, you know, we will give you something free to be, we're not interested. And right. I'm, I'm big on this. I've gotten very big on creator rights. I think I've always had a lot of comic book <laughs> creator friends that get, that have been nailed or have, you know, have lost things or people lift their stuff and they don't act like it's a big deal. Look, do your thing. You want to be, if you want to be part of our community, we love to have you and we love to talk about it. But again, if you're looking to just sell something, keep walking. There are other shows like the, like the gentleman who contacted me and said he'd been on many prominent podcasts, (laughs) none of which I'd ever heard, none of which our friends do go keep doing those shows because I'm not interested in selling your book, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Wish you well, but you're, you're, I don't think you really understand what we're trying to do and and that's cool. Don't have to because we don't, we're not interested. So I'm sorry. I had to say that again. (laughs) I've been very, I've been kind of angry this episode. I don't want it to be because I am, we are. No. I'm incredibly appreciative and incredibly excited about what's going on. We got a lot of great questions. Well, and it, you know, the, the thing again, like you said, we are about creating a community and we are protective of our community. And so we don't want to, and not that we're going to be exclusive, but if you're going to be part of the community, that means you're going to participate. And yes. if you're just here to sell that, you're not going to participate. There you go. Sorry, Olga, if that's not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> we have been changed. It's been very, it has been uh, absolutely amazing and yep. humbling and crazy what has happened. That's something I needed to say again. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're going to surprise everybody now and we're going to give away a book. I know. 
this is for those of you that didn't submit questions. Hey, next time, maybe think about submitting a question because <laughs> you never know. You may win stuff. Right, you may win exactly. Stuff. So I have the wheel of names. Everybody that <laughs> contributed all these questions, if you're still listening, if you're listening here, spin the wheel, Wendy, I'm going to let you spin it, okay. and, we will, and we will see what happens. All right. Here we go. All right. And the winner is Claire Petrie. Woo! We will have talked to Claire before this episode is out. Claire will be getting a book. And, and again, thank you all for, for taking part and for putting the questions out there. Okay, Wendy, here it comes. <laughs> it's the list to end all lists. If there's music under this, if somebody figures out what it is, I will send you a prize. <laughs> We're going to go through everybody that was part of the show in 2019, several people were on multiple times, so they're only going to get named once. Yes. <laughs> so please don't think, oh, no, we recognize it's not necessarily by episode. It's really by when you were on. Wendy, I'll let you get started and we will we'll take a breath and here we go. Here we go. Jonathan Siegel. Tracy Sponnenberg. Natasha DeJardins. Tiffany Keel. Wendy Berry. Brad Galen. Don McPherson. Christy Engler. John Baldino. Jen Daniel. Marsha Lacey. Michael Webb and Cindy Travella. Tessa Brown. Paul Alone. Alyssa Hernandez. Jennifer McClure. Janine Truitt. Rachel Harriet. Rob Targos. Osasu Arigbe. Jameson Farvur. Victoria Milan. Val Grubb. Andrew Morton. Natalie Egan. Brandon Laws. Laura Manzula. Esther A. Smith. Karen Greaves Ashley Valenzuela-Rissian Janet Sullivan Callie Zippel Valerie Condos-Field Heather Dareyou and Tina Kuga-Garrell Minda Hartz Renee Robson Mafoto Savali Anish Aravind Kevin Hubbard Diane Finnig Mike Sippel Eric Kershot Kelly Wagner Vadim Lieberman Aaron Stevens Amanda Brunson, Jasmine Wilkes, and Lorena Pabon. Kalia Olakunloa, or KO. Manoj Tawari. Jenny Stone. Jennifer Brown. Georgette Kartanjena. John Friend. Rhonda Taylor. Nicole Garotti. Carolyn Vernon. Mike Spinelli. Lillian Fung. Tim Sackett. Carrie Noon, Summer Baruth, Craig Barnes. Greg Hawks. Sabrina Baker. Heidi Pancake. Julie Sowash. Jason Troy. Raphael Crawford Marks. David Miklas. Don Burke. Chris Orozco and Michael Malady. Kayla Monkalo. Claire Petrie and Mary Williams. Maggie, Harriet, and Chloe with After Girl Scouts. Olga Peeler. Stephanie Ghostin Paul. Thank you to all, oh, yes. all of you who Thank have been so part much. of the show in Whatever way, uh, those of you yep. that have uh, appeared, that, that spent time with us to tell your stories, to help us talk about conferences and things. And yes, even those silly little pop culture show like I did at the end of the year, which <laughs> was so much fun. Appreciate yep. all of you taking part. We couldn't do it without you. We, we, no, we could not. I think John and Wendy talked to each other episodes. People would tune out fairly quickly if it was just that every week. Oh, for sure. Unless for we were talking sure. about other stuff other than HR. But. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we start talking about the Mandalorian, maybe. How about that? I don't know. Maybe. Hey, I binged it this weekend. Hey, I have seen hey. it. Now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as appreciative as we are for our guests, yeah. we're going to take a few minutes again to thank sponsors because, mm-hmm. wow, you know, yeah. we, we always talk about Namely first because they yeah, were first. the first people to really work with us. And <laughs> I can remember that initial conversation in, in, in Chicago and going, yeah. wow, I can't believe people are people are listening, like people we don't know and people right? that are in these cool businesses. And gosh, Nora and everybody at Namely, we, we just love you. Yes. We love thank working you with you. HR Redefined was amazing. The uh-huh. social hour, the live social hour, which <laughs> I, I pictured in my head, Wendy, I think, you know, you know, very well, I had this grand plan mm-hmm. uh, and, and they helped us execute yes, and it was so much fun. It was awesome. so much fun. The funniest part I have to say of that night was hearing, uh, I believe what I heard was predator sucks. And I turn around <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, yeah, Carlin, Dr. Carlin Borisenko yells, predator sucks. I turn around, hey, never met her. And yep. then that's how I meet her. And I, I can remember people coming by going, what is going on at this thing? And people are on their phones and they're tweeting and yep. having these conversations. So again, namely, we thank we you. love you. We thank yep. you so much. We we certainly cannot wait to work with you again this year. For sure. Um, huge shout out to Skill Scout. Um, they uh, helped uh, HR Wonder Women with editing our shows for a while. Um was fantastic to uh, be able to work with them on that um, and knowing, uh, you know, who they are and, and what they stand for, which totally, um, you know, they're, they're about showing what they do and, uh, and being a part of the community. So it was fantastic to work with them. Um, and I'm so excited. I think I finally get to meet Elena <laughs> at Work Human this year. Nice. Excellent. So huge shout. Thank you guys. Uh, they, uh, we're still using, you know, they got us um, hooked up with some awesome music that we're still using and uh, we'll be using it also for the After Girl Scouts podcast. Again, thank you, uh, Skill Scout and Elena, for all of your help in getting HR Wonder Women kind of kicked off there. We were incredibly fortunate to meet Manoj from Balance Track in, at National in <laughs> Vegas, and that was like, awesome. he, he was having an event, and we had this we had this conversation. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, maybe we ought to be talking about something and partnering together. And and so we had a, a I, that was honestly one of the most refreshing and conversations I did not expect us to yeah. have. You, know, you talk about who surprised us. I think it just surprised me when Mano started talking about his his love of theater and how engaged he is in it. Really, kind of threw me because it just <laughs> it's not what I expected. Right. But but, Car- but to Manoj and to Carla at Balance Track yeah. again, we really appreciate sponsoring us for that month yeah. and, and being part of the conversation. Look, Career Arc. Everybody knows how I feel about <laughs> Career Arc. Some of my favorite people on the planet. You know, look, I've been a customer. I'm, I've been very open about that. I've been fortunate to partner with them on several things in the last couple of years. Uh, my po- my podcast, my webinars within <laughs> the last two years have been the most attended events they have. So thank you. I know much of the HR social, our listener base attends those events and are yeah. spreading, help me spread the word there. But went above and beyond with the Embark event. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, it's been, it was so much fun. Everybody knows how much I love Tallulah yes. and, and, and Alex and everybody there mm-hmm. the best. And and like you said, Robin Richards, their CEO, we're looking forward to having him on yes. early this year to talk about, about him and kind of how he got involved in career arc, because again, they're doing great things in yeah. the market, really that, you know, at both ends of the employment cycle and you know, yeah. so many people about the social media piece and recruiting, but they're really doing some cool stuff and outplacement too. And yeah. And, and you know, 
I just want to say I, Robin really impressed me because um, he was so engaged in the entire conference. You know, he was in sessions and asking questions and just a part of the whole thing, which, um, you know, you saw him out and about at the happy hours and he, he remembers people. I mean, I was just flabbergasted. Um, and I think that was one of my favorite things about Embark was it was a intimate, um, conference. There was great people there, got to meet a lot of great folks. Um, but I felt like I got time with people to chat and learn and um, just be a part of it. And the same thing with HR Redefined is it wasn't so large that you couldn't connect with people. And, and finally, with Bonusly, remember meeting Ben back in <laughs> Vegas and the Sherm Fern. The Sherm Fern. Still one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, and, and that was put phenomenal. A, put a podcast sticker on the Sherm Fern pot yep. and that was a lot of fun. I will tell you, listeners, if you haven't checked out Bonusly's trial. They're going to keep it open a little bit longer for first of the year because December, sometimes people get a little behind. So maybe you're listening to those shows now, check out the platform. They're doing great things with employee engagement and recognition. We had a tremendous conversation with them in November on the Twitter chat about it. I think that opportunity for you to try it out for 60 days is still there, uh, at least for a bit. Check it out. Please give them some love. Tell them that we sent you that that helps us. And other potential sponsors, if you're yeah. listening, please contact us. Happy to please talk do. about what, what we can do for you. And, and what's really great is I see these folks sticking around. They maintain the conversations. It's not, we're just done. And, and I really, I see this just like any other relationship. It's a yep. long-term thing. It's not oh, exactly. bang, bang, and we're out. Yep, exactly. International okay. listeners, yes. I wish I could say thank you in all your native tongues. I can't. <laughs> I, I try to do that when I post the new countries. Yep. I, I have a lot of fun doing that. Unfortunately, many of you are aware of GDPR. It has changed how we can see things. And so I used to be able to say, oh, I see this country downloaded these episodes at this time and what have you. I can't see that anymore. One of the things I'm going to do in 2020, Christy Engler, back to your question, I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to ask every episode. International listeners, contact us. Let's talk. Let us know. Even if it's emails or tweets or something, please let us know how to get a hold of you and and we'd like to send you something. Yeah. That's been the absolute fun. and Yeah. We used to laugh and I used to say I'm Carmen San Diego because I used to love talking about where everybody was. And again, 102, Wendy, 153 yeah, recognized crazy. by the UN. I'm just blown away. Absolutely it blown is. away. Uh, yeah. Please reach out to us. Let us know. Let us know. We'd love, love to chat with you. We'd love to chat with you. I think we need to definitely do a shout out to Mary Kaler. We would not be here, John, if, you know, this is going way back getting in the way back machine. But um, if Mary wasn't leading the um, next chat, we wouldn't be here today. That's for sure. <laughs> We've talked to several times about what Mary means to us and mm-hmm. to so many people in our community because she's the best and yep, uh, really fortunate that we got to spend two conferences with her as part of yep. the blog squad. And certainly sorry that her roles have shifted, but I'm excited for her and that it gives her yep. an opportunity to do new and different things with Sherm. We have extended the offer to her to take part at any time, yep. podcast, chat, whatever she wants to do, whatever she's comfortable with. Cause I know people would love to be able to interact with her in that way. And so Mary, you, you know, the door is always open. We love yes. you and we'd, we'd be happy to, to have you have any, any and all of you. And as much as we can get, we're happy to happy, happy in it. Exactly. I think the, the last people we need to thank and we, we're going to continue to do it. We mentioned yep. it earlier is this is a, a monumental task. This is going to be the, I think the longest show we've ever done. Uh, at least <laughs> just the two of us. 
and people that are still listening, you need to know part of the reason we can do it is our families are amazing. Yes. So I, I need to thank Heidi, my, my lovely wife, who rolls her eyes consistently and constantly <laughs> when I tell her some of the stories that come up and, and some of the some of the th- some of the things that have happened at these conferences and meeting people and some of the fanboy moments that have happened to us yep. or fangirl moments that again just defy reason to me. My son's uh, Jacob, of course, who many of you heard about, who's doing really well now, He's working for my company, has really picked up and is doing well there, was our original producer. My uh, younger son, Daniel, who he has a good time. He's a good, great kid. He's my Rush fan and really, really fortunate, though, to have their support. And it's wow. it's kind of funny because I'll tell them, like, hey, guys, I just we just hit 102 countries. That's great. You know, like they're extremely supportive of it. And I, of course, they, they've watched me do Star Joes for so long. They've actually, you know, would comment and say things in that. So you never know. At some point, I might have a family member pop up on this show. You never know. <laughs> yes. Um, so grateful to my family, to Rocky, Maggie, and Jesse for um, putting up with this. You know, I've only gotten three texts from the girls tonight while we've been doing this. You know, they put up with, with us um, giving up our evenings, giving up time with them to go to conferences. And, um, you know, as, as I've been doing the um, podcast for Maggie's Silver Award with her and, um, you know, some of the comments she made uh, just in the episode that came out through HR Social Hour on, you know, how it's changed her and how um, she notices and she sees what I'm doing and, and they can tell that I enjoy it. And, um, you know, your kids know and your family knows if, if you're not in the right spot um, professionally in what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure you've been there. I've been there in the past. And so I think um, they know as much as they roll their eyes and complain about it, um, I, I'm sure they know that it's much better to have a happy mom, um, happy family, um, content in what you're doing professionally. And this is part of what we're doing professionally, even if we don't get paid for it all the time but it makes us better professionals and it, um, it, it's making us better people. So I think that in turn makes us better parents and, and better spouses. So, but do th- appreciate my family um, and, and all their support of this endeavor too. Wendy, I think it's safe to say that we've celebrated more than probably we imagined. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again to all those people that ask questions yes. that continue to help boost the signal and, and do everything you can do in our community to to make things better for HR professionals, for for the communities in general. Yeah. If they've listened this far, I I know I got to ask you if they if they aren't connected with you now, what's the best way for them <laughs> to reach you out there? Best way, uh, my blog, my daily journey. Um, daily is D as in dog, A I L E Y, and uh, of course. Second and fourth Sunday of each month, you're going to find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the HR Social Hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? HRSocialHourPodcast.Podbean.com. Three little lines top left-hand side of the screen. Open them up. You see access to all my social accounts there. Listen, rate, download, review for episodes you haven't listened to yet, particularly some of these, some of the folks that we uh, ask questions. If you haven't heard their shows, if you've not heard Miss Val, I cannot Go stress listen. enough. How much you need to listen to that show, international listeners. Again, every you know they tell you you got to talk about things three times. I'm going to throw it out here one more time. At the third time for the show, if you're an international listener, contact us. We'd like to talk. Wendy, congratulations. We've made it this yes. far. Woo-hoo. 100 is going to be quite the doozy. I don't think yeah. it's going to be this long. No, but it is going to be a lot. I don't of think fun. anyone's listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be super cool and super fun. 
thank you, my friend, yes, for, thank you, for being John. being along the way. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.